Hey there, tall, friendly, atheist dad. Hey, you're the man, and thanks for letting me hop on your show to talk a little bit about my podcast and what I'm doing, and allow to give me an opportunity to talk to some of your listeners. Well, guys, if you're listening to this, well, hello, heathens. Well, my name, I'm the skeptical ghost heathen, and my show is called The History of Religions and Their Gods. Now, let me ask you something. If you're something like me, do you enjoy scriptural criticism and the dark, evil history that lurks behind the cross? The flimsy cross made of balsa wood called Christianity? Well, I do, and I talk about it a lot. And I talk about it over four seasons. And I've got about 30,000 people across the globe that are listening to the show now, and we talk about it day in and day out. And I would love to talk about it with you as well. If you get a chance, check it out. The History of Religions and Their Gods. Hey guys, this is Justin from The Prince of Memegypt. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at The Prince of Memegypt and on Twitter at Internet Moses. You're listening to Damien the Tall Friendly Atheist Dad on the Tall Friendly Atheist Dad podcast, guaranteed to be gluten-free. Some time ago, one of my sparring partners on Twitter, Lewis Ungert, put out a tweet that said, Atheism is the lamest religion of all. So him and I got into a one hour plus free flowing discussion that we hoped to answer and settle the question once and for all. But because it was so spirited, with a lot of back and forth and debate on the minutia, we tackled the religion part and slightly touched on what is atheism, and as much as I enjoyed the chat, it was off the cuff. I hadn't prepared much other than my immediate thoughts at the time, and we went on many tangents. We also never quite got to the lame part but that might be for a future episode. And in hindsight, there were just so many things I wanted to say, but I either forgot, hadn't thought of good responses at the time, or had good responses, but they just got lost in the flow of the conversation. So now I'm going to give a scripted response to the statement Atheism is the lamest religion of all, after which I will play the conversation I had with Lewis Ungert on the topic. So stay tuned. In answering the statement, Atheism is the lamest religion of all, there are three aspects I want to cover. One, what is a religion? Two, does or at least could atheism count as a religion? And Three, how lame is atheism really? Number one, what is a religion? To me, there are two definitions of religion 
that get confused with each other. The most basic and generic definition is an idea or a set of ideas that influence how you live life. So by this definition, something like an extreme dedication to a football team or sporting figure or music artist could be seen as a religion. But this isn't an academic definition. It's more of a social definition, if you will. No serious anthropologist would go, hmm, let's classify Liverpool FC-ism as a proper religion. But when pollsters knock on the door, or anthropologists go researching, or when Ray Comfort hounds you on the street and asks, what religion are you? They're usually asking with regards to a definition that encompasses a deeper meaning, which to me is a framework of ideas that assigns purpose or meaning to human existence, makes positive claims with regards to the afterlife, and endorses, if not outright requires, behavioural modification for an esoteric purpose. So Christianity, Islam, Judaism, etc. all count as religions. So does Scientology. So does New Age Spiritualism. These all advise behavioural modification in order to manipulate an immaterial force for the purposes of increasing reward in either this life and or the next. Jedi and other self-styled spiritualism would also be religious, though not necessarily accepted by society, because a religion doesn't have to be identified as an official movement. That is more a governmental or census definition. So anyway, in our free-flowing chat, Lewis made the point that, to paraphrase, why would there be so much conformity between atheists if they're not beholden to certain values? There's more conformity in atheism, a supposed non-religion, than there is in Christianity, an accepted religion. However, if that was what defined a religion, conformity and strong affiliation to an idea, then we would have to argue that the Luddite movement or flat earth societies are also religions because they have high adherence to certain ideas. But it's not the adherence to certain ideas that makes a religion. It's the reason you adhere to those principles. Behavioral modification in order to manipulate an immaterial force for the purposes of attaining divine favor or reward is what makes a religion. Flat earthers don't believe in flat earthism because they're trying to please a flat earth god. They preach flat earthism because they believe we're being lied to by a higher power, not in obedience to it. So one of my problems with Lewis's argument is that it then turns defining a religion into a game of semantic whack-a-mole. Someone somewhere will try tinker with the rules to redefine religion to either include or exclude certain groups based on what you think should be considered a religion, which is then essentially an employment of personal bias. But then, that redefinition has the consequence of either 
including groups we wouldn't accept or excluding groups we normally would. And then ad hoc reasons are given as to why we wouldn't include or exclude that group in question. And then an exception is invented to that exception and so on and so on. It becomes semantic whack-a-mole. And if you try to define religion by what you feel should be religion, you're not acting at arm's length from the process you're using, which then allows for enormous amounts of personal bias, something intellectual discussions should try to avoid. So really, defining what is a religion is hard, but only if you want to make it hard. And I'll let Wikipedia have the final say. They define religion as a sociocultural system of designated behaviours and practices, morals, beliefs, worldviews, texts, sanctified places, prophecies, ethics, or organisations that relates humanity to supernatural, transcendental, and spiritual elements. However, there is no scholarly consensus over what precisely constitutes a religion. So now that is out of the way, let us now ask, number two, could atheism be a religion? Why or why not? Possibly, but only in the same sense that Liverpool FCism would be, in a social sense, not in an anthropological sense. And it would be hard for atheism to be a religion because it's very hard to form a framework of ideas and behaviours around one central uncertain tenet. And again, this is because atheism, at its most essential form, is simply an opinion in regards to the claims of the existence of deities. That, and I can't stress this enough, is all atheism is. Atheism is not a morality system. Atheism doesn't say what happens after you die. Atheism doesn't make any determination about how we got here. And atheism does not come with any prescribed beliefs. It's not like as soon as you sign a form or confess in your heart that you're an atheist, that a package arrives at your door with a set of do's and don'ts. Atheism doesn't even strictly encompass saying that the supernatural doesn't exist, or even that the afterlife doesn't exist. It doesn't require any behavioural modification. There are no scriptures, no authorities, no tax breaks, and no consecrated buildings. Atheism is simply a position in relation to claims about the existence of deities. Atheism is also an umbrella term that encompasses stances like agnosticism, skepticism, lactheism, anti-theism, theological non-cognitivism, gnostic atheism, and much more. Because what I've noticed gets under the skin of Christians is that lots of atheists happen to be naturalists or materialists, in that everything that happens happens as the result of material forces in the natural world. So it's natural for Christians to think things like atheism equals evolution, or atheism means you don't believe in ghosts. Yes, 
Lots of modern Western atheists are quite anti-religious, but that is it. Some groups in some cultures are anti-religious, but this doesn't make them a religion. It makes them somewhat of a social movement. But again, social movements aren't religions, unless the Luddite movement or the Flat Earth movement or Greenpeace now count as religions. And then you get exceptions. For example, my auntie was a New Age spiritualist and she didn't believe in the existence of deities one bit. Now, she probably wouldn't fit in at a humanist convention, but that's about it. Buddhists, in some aspects, can be considered atheists as well. UFO cults and realism could also be considered atheistic. You also get to stances like secularism, free thought, humanism, etc., which aren't solely the realm of atheists. Anyone can be a secularist or a humanist or whatever without losing their previous religious affiliation. You could even be an atheist young earther and believe the earth is 6,000 years old without imputing any divine notions to it. How you make that happen and how you reconcile real-world data with your beliefs is another thing, but still. So yes, atheism could be a religion, but if and only if you went out of your way to stretch the definition of religion. And let me repeat, atheism is not a religion. It does not tell you how to live your life. It does not say what happens after you die. It doesn't even care if we're in the matrix or not. All atheism is, is that when you say, I believe in the almighty God, we'll reply with, we don't believe you. If this bugs you as a Christian, that's your problem. Don't make it mine. Number three, how lame is atheism really? Atheism is a lame religion in the same way that a broomstick is lame at hitting a ball down the fairway and that a golf club is at sweeping the floor. It's the wrong tool for the wrong job. Atheism at its core doesn't concern itself with festivals, celebrations or culture. Again, it's very hard to have a celebration about being unconvinced about something. There are no anniversaries in atheism. Not many people commemorate the day they stop believing in deities. The closest celebration might be Darwin Day. But yeah. What seems to confuse religious types is that they can't distinguish between atheism and secularism. Hence why they can't grasp why secularism is important in Western societies despite those same religious people being the recipient of so many benefits of secular values. And again, I will say this. Atheism is simply not being convinced that deities exist. Secularism, however, is being neutral with regards to religion and religious ideas. But this isn't strictly the domain of atheism. For example, plenty of religious people advocate secular values, such as 
separation of church and state, robust science education, financial literacy, gun control, minimum wage, universal health care, integrity in the election process, transparency in government, etc. None of these are explicitly advocated by any religion, and even if they were, it would be entirely coincidental. So, how lame is atheism? Atheism is as lame as ice cream is wet. Anyway, I'll now play the chat between myself and Lewis that attempted to touch on the topic, Atheism is a Lame Religion. Enjoy. Hello, my name is Damien, the Tall Friendly Atheist Dad and host of the Tall Friendly Atheist Dad podcast. Wherever you are, whatever time of day, whatever city, whatever weather conditions you happen to be to be in, I hope you're doing well. It's a pleasure to have in the Zoom meeting with me, longtime friend, longtime sparring partner, I think is the, is the best word. <laughs> well, hey, uh, thanks for having me, Damien. Glad, uh, no glad to be um, here. Would, so. would you like to introduce yourself before I spoil your name? I will. My name is Lewis Ungit, and uh, you can find me on Twitter at I am Ungit, and that's spelled U-N-G-I-T. It is indeed. I've, I verified it, and that is that is correct. 10, point, 10 <laughs> points for you. And yeah, and I think the relationship that you and I have is it's a little bit like with Apollo Jedi as well in that um, on, on the surface, you know, we are sparring partners, but in, in the in the background, you know, I really appreciate you as, as a friend, as a buddy, just as someone I can, I can casually chat with. Um, I don't know if, you, if your memory goes back that far, but Ralph Wolf and Sam Sheepdog, the old Warner Brothers cartoon. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. We're, yeah. we're like, we're, 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 <laughs> when they clock on, you know, they're, they're at each other's throats and they're. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> but once they clock yeah. off, they're, yeah, they're, they're, they're buddies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Likewise. Likewise. I, uh, I appreciate someone that can have genuine debates, but also mm -hmm. uh, remain uh, friends at the end of the day. So it's been, uh, been a, a good friendship. But uh, you said something the other day that irked my that, that ground my gears, Lewis. That that set, set off set off my alarm bells, <laughs> and that was: Would you like to Would you like to confess, Lewis? Sure. I posted a tweet that was admittedly slightly trollish, but also reflected my true thoughts. And I also recorded a couple different uh, podcasts on my channel about mm -hmm. it. But the the statement was something along the lines of. Atheism is the lamest of all religions. <gasps> that was that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, would you so like that... to, before we get into the argy bargy, um, would you like to briefly explain what you what you mean? Can, can you can you summarize your your two or three podcasts you made about it into a into a one minute synopsis? I sure can. Yeah. So basically, the the argument that I'm making there um, that I, I, again, not really an argument it's more of a trolley statement, but the, the argument behind the trolley statement is twofold. It's one that atheism is a religion, which I think is the more controversial of the two statements. Mm -hmm. um, but then my other concern is, is I don't think it's a very well thought out or well practiced religion. So that's kind of the lame part. So I think it is a religion but it's a very poorly thought out religion that has um, as a result um, some 
a lack of beauty and uh, shape to it that other religions have. Okay, no, fair enough. And uh, yeah, I can see I, that was kind of uh, the where I took some issue with that in that, well, firstly, um, atheism isn't isn't a religion. And I think let, let's start our discussion. Let's start, let's start our discussion there. Where um, now, if you said so, when you say atheism is a lame religion, I my very first response is it's not trying to be a religion. It's all atheism is is a response to a statement that deities exist. What say you to that? So I would say it is. You can define define anything anyway right and it is true that one definition of the word atheism simply is is the parts of that word which is a not theism theism so not mm -hmm. theistic not believing in gods um so that is a very basic definition when i say atheism is a religion um i am describing a collection of behaviors and beliefs that I think well represents a group of people in especially Western society, English, uh, English speaking is primarily who I'm talking about. I speak Spanish, but I don't know any Spanish atheists. Um, but so mostly English speaking that I've observed that identify themselves as atheists, I would say have a collection of, in, in all the conversations I've had, and, and um, I've been around for a long time, I've had millions of conversations um, with many, many atheists and have a collection of behaviors and beliefs that I think can rightly be characterized as a religion. So it goes beyond. And one of those interesting aspects of the religion is the vociferous denial that it is a religion. Um, so like that's part of the pattern of behavior that I see with this group of people that I identify as atheists is that they're they're very insistent that they're not a religion. Um, so it, that is an interesting aspect to the religion is that it denies being a religion, which by the way, I mentioned in one of my other podcasts is not unique to atheism. There's brands of evangelicalism that also deny being a religion. Um, it's they say not they're, a religion, they're, it's uh, a relationship. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's a very common phrase within evangelicalism. So even the the claim that it's not a religion is not unique to, to the people that identify as atheists. Um, there other religions also have that. So True, but one of the hallmarks of a religion is that it is identified as a religion by other religions. And it seems that the only people that uh, try to label atheism as a religion are the are Christians. Um, I can't say I've ever heard a, a Jewish person call atheism a religion. I can't say I've heard, um, actually I've heard some Muslim people say uh atheism as, as a religion though again they're more the the fundamentalists um i can't say i heard any buddhists say atheism is a religion um however having said that i will agree slightly like if you define religion as a framework of ideas that um, how can I say a, a framework of ideas that help you make sense of the word world? Atheism may be a religion. Like okay, well, our podcast is over now. <laughs> All 
<laughs> All right, we agree. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> um, no, okay, explain that a little bit more. So, I, I, and I obviously agree with you, but um, keep keep going. Yeah, but, so. but in a very, but how can you say? You, you sh- hopefully, you can tell by the 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 straining in my voice that to get from how can I can say this is this is the thing like is a bit like the equivocation with the word faith, <laughs> you know, like. Um, when you say like, I have faith in my wife or I have faith in Jesus Christ, it's the same word, but they, they don't mean the same thing. Sure. Yeah. Um, so, you know, like when you, when I say I have faith in my wife, you know, I don't pray to my wife as a deity, <laughs> you know, that, yeah. Yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. And so when we say religion, the problem is like when, when Christians uh, say atheism is a religion, what, I typically interpret that as is this whole thing where, you know, we're, we're praying, we're on our knees, we're, we're asking Dawkins or Darwin or Hitchens for, for divine favors or for guidance or for, um, or for stuff like that. There is a, um, it implies a punishment reward system, uh, stuff like that. And usually one of the big, one of the big, uh, things about atheism is the concept of an afterlife. And the problem is, is that in some, in some, well, hey, can I, can I speak to that for a second? Yeah, of course, of course. Um, yep. um, so I would say, and again, I'm, I'm not talking about the word atheism. That just means no God. Um, I'm talking about the collection of people that I identify as atheists that I have met Western atheists um, that identify that way. Um, almost all of them, arguably a hundred percent, maybe 95% or whatever, but a large percentage of them do have a view of afterlife. And that view is that your consciousness is part of your physical body and therefore you dissolve and cease to exist in the afterlife. So that, that is a very, um, I guess, lame afterlife um, to get to my second point, but that is an idea of what happens after life. And so by definition, that is a view of afterlife. Mm, I think, I think you're straining the definition there, Lewis, by saying there's no after, like saying that's a view of the after saying no afterlife is a view of the afterlife. Uh, to me that that's kind of, that's kind of straining a little bit. It's a bit like saying, oh, I don't know. It's a, it's a bit like saying that a bicycle is a, is, is a type of car you know, my view right, on cars it, is, you know, my view on cars is that horses are the only cars. I don't know. To me, that kind of stretches the, um, stretches the thing. And probably one of the other things about religions is that particularly in Western societies, religions get tax breaks merely for existing. Whereas atheist organizations, for them to get tax breaks, they have to show that they're an educational institution or they're some other uh, qualified nonprofit um, entity. Whereas churches, a church can just be a church and straight away bang tax tax free tax free status. Yeah, but don't you think? Well, first of all, let me jump back to the afterlife thing real quick, just to say um, I think that if one of the purposes of religion is to answer the question, what happens when I die? Mm-hmm. I would say atheism fulfills that purpose, right? It mm. tells you what ha- it tells you what happens after you die. Your consciousness dissolves Nat- along naturalism, with your physical. I'm going to jump, I can jump in over you again. Naturalism. Yes. Atheism. No. Remember atheism is just 
Now, you may accuse me of straining things here, but I think probably the best the best way to tackle it is to, when we use a word, is to get down to its most basic meaning. And then from there, you know, we, we can then get into specific, into specific positions. And in a way, I'm kind of with you in that a lot of people, both Christians and atheists themselves, take atheism too far. Um, like, especially, uh, I think uh, you, may, you may be familiar with the term new atheism. Um, and to me, I don't identify as a new atheist because to me, new atheist implies a certain political position that not all atheists, not all atheists holds. Also, not, not every atheist holds. And it also seems to, to, to me that within new atheism, if you disagree with new atheism, then you're not really an atheist. Yeah, well, no, so. and and I would say I I do believe that like I think when anthropologists look at a religion and what defines religion, it's actually an incredibly hard thing to define because Indeed. often the people that are part of that religion don't necessarily def identify with other people. I mean, think of um say Sufi um versus a shia muslim mm -hmm. um they don't agree with they would say no they're they're not real or i remember a few years ago orthodox jew some group of orthodox jews declared that reformed jews weren't real jews and you know so it, it is it's hard when you have people and then furthermore there's a lot of like groups that we call a religion say african animism um, we call that a religion, but they in no way identify as a religion. They, no, they but, follow but what, a, what makes uh, them a religion, Lewis? What do you think makes them a religion? So I, and that's why religion is very hard to define because it, it is, there's um, it, it, almost any definition you come up with, you could find one that doesn't quite fit that definition. So the way I would define religion, so the, mm -hmm. the way I define religion that I would include atheism and by atheism, I don't mean the word atheist. I mean, people that identify as atheist in the West. Um, and w the way I would define religion would be a collection of shared practices and beliefs that give structure and tell meaning to both this life, what has come before and what will come after. Um, and I think by those definitions, there's a a series of practices and beliefs within those that call themselves atheists in the West that is remarkably similar when you talk to um, uh, atheists from Australia versus an atheist from England versus mm -hmm. an atheist from Canada versus one from the US. There's a remarkable overlap and parallels there that answer those very religious questions. How did we get here? There's a, a 95 99 almost 100 percent of atheists will tell you the same thing on how humanity get here got here um how, what happens when we die you know that's a religious well, question hold on, hold on. Um, nine, push, 99 percent of atheists will tell you the same thing so there's regardless of whether they agree that they're a religion they answer religious questions all in the same way regardless of where well, they are Lewis, the what gives you what gives you the right though to say that how we got here is a religious question what gives you the right to say that what happens after we die is a religious question? Why is that a religious question? Why is it not just a general question? What gives you the right to take that 
and say, oh, it's our domain. It's our question. You, you know, if you come on our turf, you are now a religion as well. Why can't you come to our turf and just say, hey, look, it's a, gen it's a general question. What gives you the right to call it a religious question and then label us as religious? For well, for I would I would say if we're gonna define if we're gonna define religion, I would say there's got to be some things that are are definitionally definitionally uh, religious, and I would say those sorts of questions have been at the core of every religion for the history of religion is those sorts of questions. I think um you know if you go back i'm right now i'm doing a lot of reading on ancient mesoamerican religions mm -hmm. and those are exact questions that they had answers to um for where they came from and where they were going and so i i think those those questions are at the core of humanity and i think that's why you know if you're an atheist and you think we invented religion you would say that's why we invented religion is to get answers to those questions so i think when we talk about religion like i said it's a very hard thing to define i think those questions having answers to those questions are an aspect of religion and you know this, so i i think you you could argue hey they're not really religious questions they're questions about reality and i think that but i i would say the same thing like whether you know whether we came about through theistic evolution or intelligent design or young earth creationism i would say those those are questions of of reality did it happen that way or didn't it happen that way it would be my questions about those so okay. i i wouldn't necessarily as a christian i wouldn't say those are i could i could take those in a scientific way as well but i i think the question itself is still religious at its core because my next question was, what is it about? So why don't you then say Western atheists? Uh, Western atheism is the lamest religion, lamest religion of all. Have you studied African atheism? Have you studied Australian atheism? Mm. Have you studied Indonesian atheism? Have you studied? Yeah, no, I, and I, I did kind of preface our conversation that way. And, the, and our, obviously, yeah, yeah, your, your, yeah, your tweet yeah. was, you know, atheism, and then it's only when we needle down that you say Western atheism. But having said that, um, there are atheists who do have a concept of the afterlife. There are spiritual atheists. Um, people in the New Age movement, um, there are no deities in the New Age movement. But I would be very, um, how can I say? like te technically new age new age spiritualists are atheists because they don't believe in the existence of deities but they are supernaturalists right well. and uh, so i would say the group of people i'm talking about are people that on say if pew forum for religion calls and asks are you you know which group do you belong to um they the answer that would be given would be atheist. That's the group I'm talking about is those that self-identify as atheists. And I would say most new age people, and, and what I should qualify here is that like every religion, even within that religion often has beliefs all over the place. So like you, you say, um, you know, one of the core beliefs within Christianity is the Trinity, um, but you can find a lot of people that call themselves Christian, 
that might not I believe oh, in the this is where we got into a bit of a, a slanging match right. yesterday where yeah, I think we we raised the term uh, atheist versus agnostic versus theological non-cognitivist mm -hmm. <laughs> stuff like mm -hmm. that and you went well Damien why why invent a word well, why use three words when you know mm -hmm. one word will do then I think I then spat back at you well why do we have Baptist and Catholic and Anglican mm -hmm. when the word Christian will do yeah um so i i think that when i'm using this word when i'm and when i tweeted it and i again that tweet was intention you know intentionally plain so it lacked is is sometimes you when you tweet you don't or at least when i tweet i don't include every bit of nuance i could include no, no, it so um, but um so and as you said it was it, it was a trollish statement yeah, and you right, know, i think right. you got the reaction but, that you that you wanted <laughs> <laughs> but I, um, I, I think that when I, you know, if I, if I were to go on, you know, let's, let's just say I typed into Twitter and I said, you know, atheist group, and I find an atheist a page of atheists and I just pick say everybody that belongs to that group on Facebook mm -hmm. or Twitter or whatever. And I just pulled, pulled each one out personally. And I started asking them questions about, um, practices and beliefs mm -hmm. i would get amazing overlap perhaps more overlap on practices and beliefs than if i pulled 100 christians out of a christian group so i there's I, there's a an adherence and a an overlap of practice and belief within western atheism that is um ex, is is much more unified than the simple word Hey, I don't believe in God, or I, I'm not sure that God exists. Like that, those there, there's um when when you take self-identifying atheists, you find way more similarities in a religious sense of asking kind of those big questions about who am I, why am I here, what's the purpose, what should I believe, like the what do I, you know, what kind of practices do you do during the week, those kind of things. Like there's there's an amazing overlap for um you know what do you value what are the most important things in life you know what should you prioritize in your life like those kind of questions that historically have always been religious questions if if i were to today take pull go to any random facebook group of atheists and just without telling them you know in a scientific way without mm -hmm. telling them that this is what i'm doing but pull them out and start asking them questions about all those important questions you know you could pull a hundred kind of religious minded questions of like what do you think about the world where did we come from what's our purpose what is morality how do we get morality where you know where do we get um what happens when we die etc cetera, etc cetera. i would say i'd probably get more uniformity than i would if i did the same thing in a christian group but is that because is that because atheism is the starting point or is that because atheism is the conclusion it's a bit like uh let me let, let let me let me say um let's say you go to uh a, a a detroit pistons game and you see you know 12 guys on a bench who are at least you know six foot six and you know are, are as athletic as the wind are they six foot six and athletic because they're basketballs or are they basketballs because they're six foot six and athletic so I don't understand your question completely, or at least the parallel to the 
to the well, no, um, what I'm trying to say league, is but- what, what I'm trying to say is that do people do people start off by saying, hey, there is no God, therefore I'm going to believe, you know, women's rights, um, no afterlife, um, you know, all, all this kind of stuff. Or do they see, well, hold on, there is no afterlife. Um, mm-hmm. Hey, you know, we're morally alone in this universe. Hey, I, I don't know what the supernatural is. Therefore, I arrive at atheism. So what I'm trying to say is, is if you get to a, if you come to your atheist group, by the time you get to to the by the time you get to the point where you are confident in being out and about out and out with your atheism, you've already gone through that process of well, hold on. I I don't know what like I don't see any evidence for gods. Um, uh, what what else could you say is uh, um, there's no convincing evidence of the afterlife. Therefore, I'm an atheist. Therefore, I'm an atheist. Whereas with with Christians, you know, you have this basic filtering process of look, I believe Jesus is the Son of God. He's He's forgiven me for my sins, and then from there, you then get all these weird, different, um, all these different positions. Uh, you know, Trinitarian, uh, Unitarian, um, transubstantiation, praying to the saints, um, women in women in clergy, s- stuff like that. Yeah, so if you actually ask those questions to a Christian convert, somebody that didn't grow up in the faith, so someone that maybe was an atheist or mm-hmm. agnostic or whatever, um, they almost always will say the same thing of like, hey, I came to believe that it was true. I, I looked into it. I studied, you know, I looked into you know, whether evolution was true. I looked into whether uh, Jesus was risen from the dead and I really studied the facts and I, um, you know, I, I did my research and I really couldn't get away from the fact that it seemed like it was all true. So like, you'll get a very similar statement in terms of, I guess, you know, if we're going to say religion conversion story of like, Hey, I just realized it was true. And then I came to faith. Right. So if you read like C.S. Lewis is uh, surprised by joy. That's pretty much exactly what he says. He's like, hey, I didn't want to be a Christian. I kept like it was inescapable facts kept confronting me. And I just I couldn't square my atheism with the facts that I saw in the world. So very similar statement of like, hey, I'm just I'm just following the facts where they go kind of thing. And, And so I would say that ultimately there is a, a single truth right uh, and ultimately one is true and the other's not and, and or no, or I'm both are or both are false or whatever but uh, ultimately you can't have um multiple things that are true right there can't be both no gods and a god um so but i guess getting well, away from be, the point there could be either all- one god multiple gods or no god Right, right, yeah, but and so I, and so I, the I, person who says there are multiple gods, uh, i.e., Hindus, for example, they will, yeah, they, they will give the same C.S. Lewis thing. Well, look, you know, I investigate right. the facts. Yeah, yeah, um, well, that's the, kind the of like of Gita like, makes much more sense yeah. of the world, right. or you know, sure. st- stuff like yeah. that. Which is which is exactly my point. So my point is is that the fact that you say, well, atheists are just following the facts, does uh, not. No, take I, know, you I, never, out of I never, I never, I never said they're following the facts. I said that there's there's a there's a deep filtering process that goes on with atheism before they get to the stage of declaring themselves declaring themselves an atheist 
Yeah, and I think that would be true for most Christian converts as well. Then why is there so much variety in Christianity? Whereas there's, you like you claim there's a high adherence to uh, certain positions. Well, actually, mm-hmm. let's get onto that because what positions do you think that uh, atheists hold that makes them a religion? Well, um, let me just real quick go bef- before I, I sure, will sure. answer that and just say, no, but on the on the question of like why is there more uniformity within um, atheism than there is within Christianity, I would say it probably has to do with the the um, broadness of the religion. So it, Christianity is one third of the planet, and if you look at a poll of like how many how many people self-identify as atheists in the world? It's a relatively small percentage. I mean, mm-hmm. we're talking about, you know, four or 5% um, globally at, at the most. And a lot of those are clustered in certain areas. So I think that is, um, that's answers the question when you have we, a small group. Back. So, right. So if we were to take um, a small group of Christians, say Baptists, you might get a lot more uniformity is mm-hmm. because Christianity is so big that it has various sects and groups that um, don't have quite the level of adherence. But I, I don't, I don't think that's because the truth is less discoverable necessarily. I, I think it's just because anytime you have a, you get a bigger group, you're going to have more opinions and and more uh, rabbit holes. People go down and that kind of stuff. So, okay, but have you um, ever heard the saying "no true atheist"? Um, as in no true Scotsman. Yeah, is correct. That, like you know, yeah, like like and yeah. like for example, um, when I tell certain, uh, and I notice this with Calvinists, um, you know, when I tell them that I'm an I'm an apostate, they will almost universally go, "Oh, you're never really a Christian in the first place. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, 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 yeah. no true Christian walks away from the faith. It's uh, you know, mm-hmm. that once in, they're always in, and there's no possible way they could uh, you know, walk away from the faith. Sure. The fact that you yep. walked away from the faith means that you were never really a true Christian." But I've sure. never, I've yeah. never heard anyone say, "Oh, you weren't really an atheist." Why, um, why, well, why the funny, it? funny thing is, I, I did identify as an atheist when I was in college, and I have had people exactly say that because no. they don't really believe that I was a convert. So I, ha- I have heard that. Um, but I do think that it, you kind of got at with the Calvinism. There is a some theological um, reason for for believing what they say so and it's certainly not all christians okay. um so, so don't you find it funny then that the religion that doesn't have a text is a lot more unified than a religion that has one of the biggest uh, biggest libraries of scripture in the world um well i mean i think um that i would argue christianity is united in the most important areas um so i i think if you take and what what would they what would they be um, because i i reckon if you give me these important areas i reckon we could uh find uh christians self-professed christians who would disagree on those particular on those particular topics like for example um i think the mormons have a one hundred forty-four thousand limit on on who gets into heaven yeah um so i think I, I believe that's the Jehovah's Witnesses you're, oh, okay. you're talking well, one, about. One of those. But yeah, 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 um, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, there's there's definitely small sects within Christianity, within those that call themselves Christians, um, that um, certainly go off the rails and do weird things. But I, I think when you look at, say, that um, percentage-wise, so if we go back to atheism and we say, say, 95% of atheists believe 
you know, such and such. Um, and, and that's a lot of uniformity. I would say Christianity, you could say the same thing that 95% of Christians adhere to the Trinity, for example, or believe in heaven and hell, for example, even though there's some very, but when you're talking about a third of the planet, you know, 5% of a third of the planet is still a lot of people. So the Mormons are a lot of people, even though they're relatively yep. small and the, the denomination. So, president. Uh, so the next right. question I have is who is the Pope of atheism? Because one of the other, one of the other aspects of religion is the, the authority. And in atheism, there is no authority. There is no authority figure. Yeah, I don't think that most religions have a single authority figure. There's there's Catholicism, but like Eastern Orthodoxy does not have a single authority figure. Um, Baptists certainly don't. Um, the, the, the SBC, uh, the SBC isn't considered an authority figure. Um, it actually the is ST, not. The, the Seventh Day Adventists yeah. don't have an authority figure. The Mennonites didn't have an authority figure. The Quakers don't have an authority. No. Um, in almost all those cases, they don't have a, at least not a single authority figure. In many cases, there's uh, you know a pastor as the highest authority that there is. In some cases, like you mentioned, Quakers, they they don't have any like they literally rotate who gets to preach you know, you know among the congregation. Um, the Amish, for example, will um, draw the bishops out of a hat. <laughs> like they'll they'll have you know as. And that becomes oh. because one of the other things about a religion is the idea of punishment and uh, rewards and punishment and enforcement of rules. And we don't mm. see that in atheism. The, the closest we get may be new atheism with cancel culture, but there's no, there's definitely no defined, um, how can I say that there's definitely no defined, you know, if, uh, what's, what's the way to put it? Um, you know, there are no rules in atheism to break, let alone be punished for. And that's another reason why atheism isn't isn't a religion is because it doesn't make any determination about what behavior you should have. So because, because it really me, is. So, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. So I was to answer that question, I would say, again, a big part of atheism is denying that it's a religion. But if, if we did it in a scientific way, so if we didn't tell people that we were testing them, we just went to an atheist Facebook group or whatever. Mm -hmm. And we asked some questions that I would say are kind of either morals or um, what I would define as thing un the unclean things um, that I would view atheism as almost universally considering unclean. So let's say um, I went to um atheist group and i said is it is it right for me as a public school teacher um or, or would it be right for me to rewrite the u.s constitution to make it so that um public school teachers can uh teach religion would, would it be right and my guess is that there would be not only disagreement, but almost horrific, unclean, kind of the same way you would view a, a, a leper in the okay, ancient and Jewish that, and that's culture. Because, or that's because most atheists in the Western world are secularists, which is another, um, which is, I suppose, a, a subset of atheism is that it's a group of atheists who um, 
promote secular or non-religious values over right, religious so I, ones. I would say um, secularism is a very common aspect to people that identify as atheist. Uh, yes, to but, the but point you don't have to be a but you don't have to be an atheist to be a secularist because there are Christian secularists. There are Christians who push for the separation of church and state. But remember what we're talking about. We're talking about shared practices of a group and things that yes, you ask so me, what, what? If you, so if you get to a secularist group, you will find there are both atheists right. and Christians and maybe maybe Muslim Muslims as well. But again, just from a scientific standpoint, if we went to an atheist group, would that be considered unclean and evil, sin, bad, um, it, it will be, un, it will be unclean, bad, but it wouldn't be evil. And, be, and well, and again, they, they is, wouldn't use the word evil, but because like, every like, atheist, right. like the only thing to be, the only thing you get, the only, the only requirement to join club atheists is that you don't believe in the existence of deities. Like, it's not like as soon as you sign up to, to be an atheist that a package arrives at your door with a prescribed set of values. Well, I absolutely, I, I agree with that. But again, if I'm describing as an anthropological outsider, I'm an alien coming from a different planet, and I come down and I'm like, is this, there's a Christian Facebook group and there's an atheist Facebook group. And mm -hmm. one of the things that defines them is they have all have a shared thing that's bad. Um, and so, so that they, makes political parties uh, so, religions as well. Then um, that that, that, well, that will make the Republican Party a religion because they have a shared set of values. And further to that, they have codes of conduct. That codes of conduct they have they have authority figures. They get to determine who go, who's in and who's out. So why don't you um, say so, that, why don't you say that politics is the yeah. lamest religion of all? Um. Yeah. Well, I think um, I, I, again defining religion. There is so many aspects to it, but I, I do think that a, and, and atheism meets maybe only two or three of those aspects. Like you've only really pointed out that there's a high there's a high conformity of some values that line up very strongly I, with secularism. I would say and secularism almost, also has yeah. adherence within religious religious movements as well. I would That's say all you've really almost, done, Lewis, is you've gone. Well, hold on. If I if I go to a Facebook group and ask them these questions, they will go. Okay, they'll give you this response, but that's really yeah, but, it. Is there anything else apart from high yeah. adherence to certain questions? Yeah. So okay. So if we we just just take certain questions, let's let's take all the sorts of questions that are important to almost every religion, which mm -hmm. is what is good and bad, what happens when I die, mm -hmm. where did we come from, what's our purpose in life, you know. Um, all of those questions, all of them, that I don't think necessarily would be true for Republicans and Democrats. Although I will say people sometimes make religion out of weird stuff. But like as a whole, I don't think that I think you could get and I know Republican atheists. I'm actually friends with Republican atheists. So yeah. like there's there's Republicans that don't share what I think about where we came from, what our purpose is and where we're going. Um, so I, I don't think that's as unified within Republicanism as it is. No, within no, but, the fact that, but the fact that you you can walk into you can walk into an RNC convention and you know find a high, a relatively high degree of conformity with regards to certain values. Mm -hmm. Why does that not make it a religion? Um, well, I would say that um, 
within i i do think there's a religious aspect to at least in the united states um to the to the parties in Mm -hmm. that there's a high overlap between christians and republicanism religion in a in a i suppose in a in a loose sense in a in in Mm -hmm. almost slightly pejorative sense not in a in an anthropological sense because one of the other things that so let's say you have your aliens or your anthropologists from the future one of the things that they would also look for are rituals and meeting places. Does atheism have that? So I, I believe that, I mean, when you, the idea of, so Christianity has this weekly meeting that defines, and you're from a historically Christian culture. I'm from a historically culture, yeah, Christian yeah, culture. Yeah, so yeah. we kind of, we think of that with religion, um, but there's a lot of ancient religions where, the practices were in the private of your house. You know, yes, you, you but had, they still regularly match up in order to share those same values. Does atheism have that? Um, well, I would say that there are certainly aspects to atheism, and, such as and maybe maybe large groups of atheists that participate in similar things together. <laughs> and whether you, you're drawing uh, a long bow there, laws, to be honest. I think I think you're gone that some atheists sometimes meet up. Aha, therefore they're a religion. I think that's <laughs> no, it. Like I, the, the closest will be humanists. And yeah, as a no, member of a humanist I, society myself, you know, I get the old newsletters and all that kind of stuff and they do they do meet up. But if our if our anthropologists from the future were to come across, you know, a you know, the, the literature for the humanist society of Victoria, would they go, Oh, this is indeed a religion? Like, do you think, so do you I, think that I would say atheism uh, and modern day atheism, a big meetup is there's often a lot of online activism groups together as online groups. Um, there's often a shared okay, so, libra- so the anthropologist library. Would label, of, sorry, sorry. I'll, I'll let you, sorry, I'll let you speak. Sorry. Yeah. So I, I do think that, um, there is a sense, there's a way of building, you know, if you look at why a group gets together, it's a way of reinforcing values, um, supporting each other in the religion. Um, it's a way of teaching each other in the religion. So it's a, a way cl- of a sports club, of, a, a karate club could also then be a religion by your definition. They regularly um, meet well, up it, and karate. Like I remember when I was learning yeah. karate, you know, 30, 40 years ago, you know, mm-hmm. one of the things that they, what, one of the things that they, uh, they espouse was, you know, self-discipline, hard work, all that kind of stuff. And we yeah. reg- we regularly met up and we even had uniforms. We had an authority mm-hmm. figure. We had uniforms. We had yeah. we had set movements to do. By your definition, that would be a religion. Um n- well, I, I think that the what karate would lack is kind of the answers to the big questions and the shape to life as a whole. But um, atheism no, I doesn't d- answer uh, the, the, the but this is the thing, you're You've imputed the fact that atheists have a particular view about things and attributed attributed that to atheism, and I th- and I think maybe the reason that we have as we have atheists have questions about the afterlife is because uh, traditionally, sorry, Lewis, I'm going to pause. Someone's at the front door. Two sex, buddy. Two sex. That's okay. No problem. Uh. Man, that was. Hey, Lewis. <laughs> Hey. <laughs> so, oh man, that was a hey, this is a good chat. So far. I, I like it. If you think I'm talking over you too much, just just pull me up. All right. Oh, not at all. Yeah, not okay, at okay. all. I'm cool. uh, no I'm not shy. Yeah. 
no, I know that, but no, um, that <laughs> was my daughter's uh, books for next year that the postman finally came and uh, dropped off. Oh, very nice. And she's been, she's been, uh, one of the books is for English where she has to like annotate, read it and annotate it and all that. And she was panicking that it would only come in like two days before the start of the school year next year. And she's, yeah, dad, can you Hi. hurry him up? And then like, a day after she asked that, we get the notification from the postal company saying that, you know, it's on its way. And so finally arrived today. And I just. Nice. nice. Good. Now, All right. Where were we? We were talking about karate clubs. Yes. Yeah, so we, we were, were talking, talking about where that um, basically my answer to your statement on karate was that it doesn't answer the big questions, but atheism does. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Three, two, one. Sorry about the interruption, Lewis. Uh, that was someone at the front door dropping off a package. So, uh, where no were problem. We? Where were we? We were talking about. I think uh, the last thing I mentioned was about karate clubs. And by your definition, a karate club could technically be a a religion because there are certain codified practices. There, there is uni There are uniforms. There are values that they mm -hmm. espouse, and there's even a uh, an authority figure and and a class system as well. So what, yeah, what and, say you and, to that? and my my answer to that is that um, they're they don't traditionally at least I, and I don't know that much about karate. I do know that some martial arts tend to be more religious than others. But um, my understanding of karate is that it doesn't answer the big questions in the same way that atheism does, where it doesn't tell you where you came from. It doesn't tell you what your purpose to life is. It doesn't tell you what happens when you die. It doesn't necessarily shape your morality outside of the um, the uh, particular karate studio that you're in. You know, once you leave the doors there, what is good and what is bad is, well, is I, not. I would, I would argue that thing. atheism doesn't doesn't answer that as well. It's just that atheists happen to have a particular view on those topics because Christians for generations have said, and one of the one of the threats that they've used to try convert people is that you know, uh, repent or burn, and so you so then that's kind of put this concept of. Uh, of an afterlife into the heads of atheists. And so in a way, I think it could be that atheists share the same uh, share the same values about the afterlife because they've had threats of what will happen to them in the afterlife ingrained into them by, especially by fundamentalists. Um, and so, yeah, it's just, I think there's more of a, to me, it's more well, of I a would coincidence. Say, I would say, it may be a coincidence. I think sometimes religions pick up beliefs and, and practices by coincidence, um, but I don't think it takes away from the fact that it's there. Well, it's there, I, but, the reason is, but is the reason it's there is because it's, a, it's an entry of requirement or is it, does it just happen to be a, um, I suppose, a, one of those coincidental values? Like if, if, you, go to your, if you go to your atheist club, and you've uh, you atheist Facebook club and you find a couple of people that believe, let's say they believe in ghosts, mm -hmm. you know, would that then stop, stop them from being atheists? And I'm sure there are I, atheists who I, believe in ghosts. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there are. Um, now, one of the things that I brought up um, in the podcast, the two other podcasts, because I did mm -hmm. like a solo podcast explaining it. And I yeah, did one with the Jason, I think discussion it was. with the, yeah, with, with, um, uh, the common sense guy, Jason. Yeah, so, um, but, uh, and one of the things I brought up in both those conversations is uh, the, 
helpful way of looking at religions outside of Christianity and the Abrahamic religions. Um, there is actually very little, there, there's almost no such thing as orthodoxy. So when you look at like Shintoism, um, there is, you don't need to identify as Shinto. You don't need to agree on anything. You can actually, as a, as, you know, if you're practicing Shinto, you can openly say you disagree with all of it. You can say, I don't believe this. I don't believe that. The only thing that matters, the only requirement for um, Shinto is that you actually take the steps. So the only thing that matters within Shintoism is the behaviors associated with it. Mm -hmm. So as long as you're doing the behaviors, nobody cares what's going on in your head. And so as a result, what happens is when you pull people in Japan, they'll say they believe in everything. Like they don't care, like what they believe in doesn't matter to them. But, but what you, does you matter could, you, in you Japan. So you could also say that uh, about Islam as well in that, you know, um, you go to Indonesia, which is apparently one of the highest, has one of the highest affiliations to Islam in the world. And yet, you know, not everybody goes to mosque. Not every, not every woman has right. her head covered. But my, my point is with Shintoism is that um, a lot of religions historically did not care about what's going on in your head. So like there was no, there's no standard of entrance or, or exit of the religion. There's mm -hmm. no, you're in, you're out. The, the, the thing for many religions is as long as you do the behavior, you get the benefit of the religion. So in okay. Shintoism, you do the certain behaviors and, yep. and you're protected from evil spirits. You're protected from the gods. And it doesn't matter if you believe in the gods or you believe in the spirits, you don't need to say you believe in them. You can think that the, sh you know, you might get in trouble if you start talking bad about your ancestors or something, but like <laughs> it, as a whole, there's almost no orthodoxy within Shintoism unless you're a priest. But beyond that, like you, there's no orthodoxy for a regular person. There's just certain practices they do. And so when we look at Shintoism and we define it as a religion, which is, the whole concept of religion is kind of a Western idea um, didn't exist uh, prior to kind of Western missionaries going out and trying to define what different faiths were throughout the world. Um, but if, if we're going to define Shinto as a religion, if we're going to define animism as a religion, the way we do that is we say, what do these people view as right and wrong? How do they view uh, the origin of humanity? Where, where do they think our purpose is? Where do they think, uh, we're going, what are some of the practices they typically do? Like that's, it's a very loose thing. And I think okay, by then, those standards, I, I think atheism has to be classified as that. Like it, it answers so many of those questions and defines so, so is much a non -answer of the behavior an practices. answer in your, in your view, is it non-answer an answer? What, what do you mean by that? Well, as in, how can I say like, like, would you consider the fact that we don't believe in an afterlife to say what happens in the afterlife to be one of the classifying features of, of a religion, therefore atheism is a religion? Like to say that nothing, to, well, actually, no, actually, no, atheism, atheism doesn't say that. Is it you can have spiritualist atheists? My, my auntie was one. Sure. Yeah. And you again, know, so I, I don't, and she, I she think, barely sat foot in the church for 20 years, but when yeah. she died, you know, she was, you know, very, very spiritual, but she didn't believe in the existence of deities. Mm -hmm. And I, I think when you're defining religion, uh, again, the, the existence of exceptions 
doesn't negate the existence of the religion. So the, the fact that you say, okay, how do we, how would you, well, let me ask you this. How would you define Christianity? Is Christianity a religion? Well, I, I say yes. Because, because, okay. What, what, and, and the, what is the definition of what aspects of Christianity do you think are a religion? Okay. Um, firstly, a central text. Now, whether you agree, but not, central- not all, not all Christians believe in the central text. No, no, but there is a high adherence within the, within the central text, and there's a so there's a lot well, of people a, a, that follow a, it, but Lewis, not 100. Lewis, I said, I okay. said a central text. I said a, not the central, just a central text, um, an authority figure, uh, behavioral, but, but not uh, behavioral all Christians con- have an authority figure. Uh, their pastor, the pope, uh, deacons, uh, elders. Oh, I, I know a lot of Christians that say they're Christian. Or, or, or even then, Jesus, Jesus is your your authority figure, bro. God is your yeah, authority I, figure. There's there's liberal Christians that don't believe in a literal Jesus. They they take him as uh, metaphorical. They 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 don't think that uh, he was um, that he was God or whatever. There's there's a lot of liberal Christian people who call themselves Christian that have some kind of liberal view of of Jesus where they, they think he's a hypothetical or whatever. So, and so, so you so get the make, point so that I, more of a social movement uh, rather than a religion. Right. So, but do you get the point that I'm going for is that the existence of exceptions to the rule is not what defines the religion. What well, actually, defines a couple, before, the religion. Before we get on, there's a couple more points that I had. One of the other things was behavioral influence. One of the ideas of religion is that it, that is that it influences the behavior of the adherence uh and sometimes the point of behavioral modification is to attain a reward in the afterlife and this is something this is something that we see throughout almost every religion every every religion well as as i as i would call a religion or more your classical religions has some form of behavioral modification in order to ensure that you stay on the right side of the gods in order to attain a a reward of some sort or either blessings in this life and or rewards in the afterlife. So it, it, as an outside observer to atheist groups, um, someone that's interacted with a lot of atheists, I think there absolutely are standards of behavior. And I think there are very strong rebukes. If I were to go, if I were to pose as an atheist and go to a Facebook group and say, Hey guys, by the way, I'm pretty cool with prayer in schools. Like I think prayer in schools is a good thing. I'm, I'm still atheist, but I think that's good. I would certainly get uh, um, nasty comments pointed at me. I'd get people threatening to kick me out of the group. I get people saying, Hey, you're not a real atheist. I would get, there would certainly be a standard of behavior that would come back at me that would then push me to conform my opinion to their opinion on that issue that but question are you right doing it to get a better reward in the next life well i don't not all religions are about getting rewards in the next life like shintoism is is about getting rewards in this life right it's get about getting um not yes, exactly but, but if you said but if you said like do i say do i say no prayer in schools because i'm trying to obtain favor from the from the gods that i don't believe in like if you like you say like you know let's say a christian goes to church and they say you know they sing the songs jesus is lord i'm washed in the blood uh thank you mm-hmm. jesus for all you've done that is considered worship and that is a way of carrying favor with the 
with the with the gods in order to receive blessings because you know it's it's a good thing to praise his name right you, uh, even i've sung the song a, a few times but i don't i don't say oh we shouldn't have prayer in school because i'm trying to carry favor you know we say we don't want prayer in school because we see that religion is fundamentally a you know it was religion in schools does have certain problems that atheism doesn't carry with it but from a religious standpoint if we're going to define religion as you've mentioned religion doesn't necessarily have to include gods right so there are religions that have spirits there are religions that like buddhism that can have gods but doesn't need to have gods yeah, um, exactly. there are, so so there the the statement religion has to have a god that you're trying to please no no as, as not, i said you don't true. have to as i said my auntie was a spiritualist there were no gods to please but she lived right. a good life because she wanted a better afterlife mm -hmm. or she wanted divine divine favor in in this life you know it depends you know the whole one of the things about religion is that it appeals to a a non-material force in order to make this life better and this is something yeah, but that I, I i i don't think and my observation of atheists is and i'll say something nice about you and other atheists i've met Jeez. is like i don't i don't believe i believe that you i mean you certainly wouldn't call it spiritual but you do good things for the sake of doing good things you do Correct. things to that make either make other people feel good or mm -hmm. make yourself feel good uh, but you're not doing it for, for, mater for material reasons right like you're doing it for some kind of you wouldn't call it spiritual but uh conscious reasons or whatever or just feelings or emotions or whatever but yeah, there's yeah. there's something beyond just a pure material but transaction I'm, I'm not trying to i'm not trying to manipulate material reality by appealing to a super reality that is overarching or is embedded somehow within the material reality i see material reality for what it is sure yeah and i i think that is of course an aspect to atheism is that there's a denial of kind of the super reality as you put it or the supernatural as you well, put no, it no no because um, remember remember my auntie was was an atheist but she was a spiritualist right so uh, what when and just get back to the definition <laughs> and and the, i kind of ended up on this road with uh jason blackmore as well is that um i i'm defining atheists as Western people that identify as atheists, and I'm recognizing that it's not 100%, but it's a large portion of them. So like, I, I recognize there's exceptions to everything I'm saying, just like there's exceptions to everything I say about Christianity or you say about Christianity, that you can always find some weirdo that doesn't believe in Jesus or doesn't uh, believe in the Trinity or whatever. Like there's always some group somewhere, some individual that doesn't fit the mold that you think of with that religion but that doesn't take away from kind of the the generalizations we make that define that religion and so i think atheism does have those generalizations um and whether and your your auntie might not fit those generalizations and you know i would say she's an exception but that doesn't doesn't take away from the truth of the that that is a religion and that as a whole people follow that religion i well, i don't think i don't think exceptions disprove 
the generalization. So if I, if I had to define Christianity, I would start listing doctrines and beliefs. I might list the creeds. I might list the Bible. I might list, um, you know, the sacraments every week, but of course you can always find Christians that are people that claim to be Christian that don't fit those categories. And, but I don't think that takes away from the religion as a whole. And the same way, if I had to define Shintoism, I would say Shinto, if people are Shinto, they get their house blessed, they get their car blessed, they do follow certain practices. Maybe they donate to the well, temple. Actually, every actually, once I, I will jump to the question. Yeah. Would you call Feng Shui a religion? Um, I think that is an aspect of Taoism, right? Like, and I apologize if I'm screwing that up, but I think it's, I, I, I believe it's a, one of the practices of the Tao. Let me, let me switch here. Wikipedia it as I, um, uh, is it Tao? Uh, not that I can see, not that I can see, but um, I, I know people who practice feng shui without necessarily being religious. Okay, so, so Taoist, it, it is it, feng shui is an aspect of Taoism. So yeah, I was right. Um, but the um, but yeah, I mean you can take you can take practices from a religion. You know, I, a lot of people do that with Christianity. Honestly, like there's a lot of people that aren't Christian. I still take, you know, still believe in heaven and hell, maybe even still pray, maybe even, mm -hmm. you know, the, so, and maybe even respect the Bible or whatever. And so I, I don't think taking an aspect to a religion necessarily means that that's not a, a part of that religion. So. No, fair enough. But I, I struggle to, I, how can I say, from what I see, you would seem to identify social groups as religions as well. For example, the Luddite movement, would you consider that a, a religion? Um, I Again, I, I think the definition of religion is incredibly hard. So that, I mean, that's where... But you seem to have no problem comes, putting atheism um, in that, whereas atheists say we're, we're not. So and, and I, they, they, the reason... say that Christians say, yeah. say they're not a religion, but everyone knows Christianity is a religion because it has all these classic hallmarks. Whereas you're trying to make atheism a religion because it kind of touches on some aspects. I, so, well, so, so, I so guess you say the definition of religion atheism, is hard. Yeah. You say the definition of religion yeah. is hard, but then you, you touch mm. on these very minor points to pull atheism into the same into the same boat as you guys. <laughs> well, let me try and uh, no, go, go for it. Sorry, I did interrupt you. So, Sorry, I, I think when we define when we define religion. Um, we use the, the, one of my professors, my religion professor, uh, when I was in school, um, the way he said to look at religion is rather than necessarily coming up with a specific definition of religion, mm -hmm. it's more helpful to look at religion like a family, you know? So like, if you look at two people in the same family, they might not, you know, this, these two might have eyes that look very similar. These other, you know, the brother and mother might have a nose that looks similar. Um, three of them might have blonde hair. Um, and they, you know, any two of them that you pull out, you can see the similarities. Um, but you couldn't name one thing that matched all of them, right? So there's a family that looks the same, but yeah. you can't find one thing that matches in all of them. One one person doesn't have what, that. The family point, knows. At what so, point then would a member of the family, well, 
someone who we would consider a member of the family not be a member of the family? At what stage, what stage is it cut off? Yeah, and that's the difficult part. So what I would say is that when you look at this phrase of religion, we call something religion or a religion, I would say things that come to my mind that are very similar across almost every religion are those kind of big questions about life, are like regular um, views on, on what is right and wrong, um, shared values with regards to um, how to live this life, um, some similar practices, some similar activities. And I think if, if, if you take kind of those big questions combined with some practices, I think it starts to look like it's in that, that family. Right. And I think that some of the other things you listed do have elements of that family, but I think are missing major pieces and notably those pieces about the meaning of life, where we came from, where we're going. I think almost all of those are lacking those. And I feel like those are big aspects to religion. It, it might not be in every religion, but those are big aspects that are in most religions. And I think that, you know, karate and and football are two things that lack those yeah politics or whatever lack those big questions so those would be the elements now i with that being said there have been books written on football you know american football and how religious it is and i think there is certainly an argument to be made an argument to be made that some things are religious that we don't treat as religious but really are religious and so i i think i don't you know, in all seriousness, like if you tweeted football is the lamest of all religions, I wouldn't disagree with you. I might absolutely agree with you that it is, even though I like football, you know, and I don't want to follow a false religion. I do think there's aspects to football that get religious and it gets weird when people are really into it and they seem to get their meaning from it. And they, they go, instead of going to church on Sunday, they go to the football game on Sunday and they, instead of taking the sacrament, they get the hot dog and the beer, you know, like it's like there's, there's, there is without question a religious aspect. And I, I think part of that is like, I do believe that religion is built into humans. I think it's hard to avoid religion. That I think, I, I think, that, I think that, I'll and, agree with and, you on that. And, and, you know, I know you're not going to agree with this part, but I do think that's why atheists have trouble avoiding being religious, even when a central part of what they do is deny being religious, is that I just think we are religious animals and we we have those, we want those shared practices. We want to know why we're here. We want to know where we came from. We want to know what happens after death. And that's why we have religion. And I would argue that atheists don't, they have answers to all that. And they do like they're so I, I do think there's there and and sometimes in to avoid religion, people get into football or they get into karate or they get into music. And I think those things can kind of so, replace so the fact a that lot of that. Give their own life purpose. To, is a religion to you? Does, 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 um, that, I, make, does that make podcasting no, a religion I don't, to me? I don't, I don't think it makes it a religion, but I do think that um, it is kind of the genesis of religion. I think those sorts of questions are why we have, why we have, religion in the first place like where where we we all have the same questions we all are living this short life on this rock that is earth and we're trying to figure out where we came from why we're here where we're going to what our meaning is what we're supposed to do while we're here and we've 
everywhere on the planet, people have answered that question in a variety of ways. Mm -hmm. And maybe some of those are true. And I would argue Christianity is true. Maybe some of those are false. And I would argue the Greek gods were false, but in, in any event, we're all trying to answer kind of those same questions. And I would argue that atheists don't fall out of that spectrum. They're within that family resemblance to me when I look at atheism as an outsider. That's yeah, okay. I do see where you're coming from, but I think you're, as I said, at the very, towards the very beginning, that you're drawing a long bow. Like to make atheism fit into a religious, you kind of have to mangle the, you kind of say, you have to equivocate between the religion, like let's say the government, the government definition of religion versus a very general, um, a very general definition of a religion. And so if you define religion as a, um a generally held set of beliefs yeah you could call religion that but if the government census taker comes to your door and says you know what religion do you believe in i go i don't i don't believe in a religion and Mm. i think and i think one of the reasons why uh, but a lot of a lot of christians they might not say it to a census taker but a lot of christians do deny being religious right there we've talked about that at the beginning there's there's a lot of people that claim Christianity is not a religion and, and I disagree with them. You disagree with them, but that, that they're, they have that conviction. You can watch videos of people explaining why Christianity is not a religion. It's a relationship. I mean, I, I remember there was a popular rap. Some guy came up with a couple of years ago that was all about why Christianity is not a religion. So I don't think the fact that someone denies that they're yeah, religious would, means uh, that they're not religious. Okay. But what would, why wouldn't I can say, what would you then say to a, uh, a a fundamentalist who says that Christianity is a relationship, not a religion? What would you say to them to convince them, hey, buddy, it is? A lot of the same things I'm saying to you is that if the word religion means something, it's a collection of, it's, it, it is everything we've talked about here. And I think by that definition, Yes, you have a relationship with Jesus, but you still have shared values. You still mm-hmm. buy through that relationship. You have a lot of things that you hold together and you do together. So I, I would answer in a very similar way to the conversation okay. I've had with you. Because, because then I yeah. think you, I think you then run to the risk of uh, uh, politics being a religion, the Luddite movement becoming a religion, um, the my uh, you know karate classes being being a religion. Mm-hmm. I think that's, uh, yeah, that's, I think that's one of the, well, actually, I think the next thing we really need to talk about is what is atheism? When you say atheism, what do you mean? So my definition, as I mentioned, is that I'm, I'm talking about people that self-identify as atheists. Whatever that group of people is, they identify as atheists. It's a broad group. I realize they're not 100% united, but it's a broad group of people that self-identify as atheism throughout the Western world. Okay, but that's, what, that's what is the defining feature of it? What is the minimal definition of atheism? Self-identifying as an atheist. That would be really? how is, that, is, is that it? Yeah. Is that, so I could walk into a church and say, hey, I'm a Christian and that makes me a Christian? Actually, yeah, it could. Um, depending on the church. Uh, but yeah, I mean, sure. Chris, I, I would say if... Um, but what, if, what what is that what, central what is that central right. tenet of atheism that you think binds all atheists together? So I I think 
just as with Christianity, where it's incredibly hard to find zero exceptions, right? So like if you you name the aspect of Christianity that we say is a very central aspect, and I promise you, I can find some Christian somewhere or somebody that claims to be a Christian somewhere that denies it. So I don't know that we can come up with one thing that all atheists believe. I do think we can come up with a collection of beliefs that reflect a broad spectrum of atheists, a very large percentage, maybe 95 and, and what, to 100%. And what, is that, and, what is that one thing? What are, what, what, are those, um, what are those things that you think are held universally among atheists? Well, I think you could go on an atheist forum. You could ask um, them whether uh, evolution is true. And you'd probably get a hundred percent answer say yes it is true it would would be close to a hundred percent but now are they saying that because atheists or because there's some other there's some other it's a bit like um if you go to a christian forum and ask is is abortion evil Mm. you know is is that because christianity taught them that uh abortion is evil or do they reach that independently I would say that definitely is a teaching of Christianity. Now, with that being okay, said, is, I, I is don't evolution know. the teaching um, of atheism. Um, I believe that evolution is one of the defining markers of people that self-identify as atheists. So I, you know, and and why people do things is always very difficult. Like we, do, we're 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 not as rational as we think we are. Um, and I think that um, <laughs> yeah. if you, um. You know, if within an atheist community, if there was pressure to reject a certain thing or hold a certain thing or advance a certain thing, I think you wouldn't see at least not the same level of adherence to it that that you would otherwise. Okay. I mean, so, so for, how, how would you leave the atheist club? How would I get kicked out of the atheist club? Yeah, yeah. What, or, what, would you, what, what would you what would get you kicked out of the atheist club? Like what, what is it that would stop you from being, what belief, what belief would stop you? Like, how can I say, like, I didn't identify as an atheist just because I identified as an atheist. I identify as an atheist because in my mind, I came to the realization that I couldn't prove that God, God exists. So I think if I went, and and so in my mind, in my mind, I would stop being an atheist if I believed in the existence of deities. I think if I went to an atheist group and I said, Hey guys, I am atheist. I don't believe in atheism or I don't believe in gods. Um, I don't, I, I'm a complete naturalist. I don't believe, you know, I'm a, I'm a true atheist, but I think we have a young earth and I think it came about 6,000 years ago mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, just out of blink. I think people would be very upset with me. And I think that I, you know, if I really push that, I think I would be out of the group. Because the only people, because because the only people that seriously say that are religious people. Right, and that's, do, do that's you know, what do I'm saying. Is atheists, there, there, do you know of any atheists who honestly hold the young earth position? No, I don't, because it's a very strict teaching with an atheism. No, no, no. <laughs> I think, no like no, atheism. No, Sorry. <laughs> I think within atheism, there are certainly things that are very uniform across the board. That's what I'm getting at is like, there's certainly things. And I mentioned prayer in schools. I mentioned evolution. Uh-huh. I could mention uh, life after death. I could mention 
homophobia. If I went into an atheist group and I was like, hey, I really hate the gays or whatever, like <laughs> people would be like, you get out of the group. You're horrible. Like we hate you. Like th there's a uniformity to or racism or whatever. Like there, there's a uniformity to people that identify as atheism that is remarkably uniform. And it's 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 uniform in a way that almost no other group and and it's on big questions. And if you think about like say morality, you would think that atheism would be less uniform on whether homosexuality is good or not than religions. It seems like religions should all be in agreement because we have a book that teaches it, but atheists will take something that is a very much a judgment call of whether who it's okay to have sex with is very much a judgment call. And yet you talk to atheists and there's amazing uniformity. I, like I said, again, I I'd love to do it is go to a Facebook group uh, comprised of almost all atheists and ask them whether they think that gay people should be able to get married. And the answer will be overwhelmingly united. And that's not really a scientific question. That's a moral question no, that actually can't yeah. be answered by science, right? Like that's a purely mm. moral question. Um, there's no science behind who should get married in a society. That's oh, yeah, a, yeah. that's a, a civil mm. a question. That's a, a religious question. That's but then, a moral but then question. I think, I think you run into the danger of confusing a social group with a religion. And this is why I wanted to go back to first to first definition. So to me, when I say I'm an atheist, I mean it in the simple sense that I do not believe in the existence of deities. To me, atheism doesn't dictate anything about morality. Like we, we don't go, for example, like I don't go, hmm, because God doesn't exist, women should have rights over their bodies. Or because God doesn't exist, uh, we shouldn't own people's property. I can think of no moral edict where people go hmm because god doesn't exist therefore x but somehow i and it, yes because I, because I, then, somehow because, okay. atheists have all come to the same conclusion no on we, stuff we haven't that is we purely a more well like i said if you, you just probably have on on the question of homosexuality you probably within self-identified self atheist western in the, atheists in, in right. america you would find no, western western atheists so I, I would say all english-speaking atheists you're gonna find uh, more uniformity than you would even find within christianity on that question like i i guarantee you're gonna have a higher uniformity on yes, the question because, of marriage because one, and i think one of the reasons is because of pushback against christianity is because for generations and generations, Christianity ran society. And now Christianity is losing its uh, its foothold, is losing its stronghold. Therefore, um, one of the reasons is that we are uniform in that was because Christianity was uniform. And so now, well, that's that's one theory. I haven't really thought about this. So if I change my mind later on. Right, but but let, let me just let me just say that plays into and I, I, I'm going to need to wrap this conversation up pretty soon. But that does play into the second part of what I was saying is that I do think and I use the word lame and I don't want to be mean. So I'm going to rephrase it and say um, not Lousy. fought out, not <laughs> fought out properly. But I do think that reacting uh -huh. to a the Christian tradition with the opposite is a bad way to build a religion. Like, I think it's a bad way to build morals. I think it's a bad way to, to um, build opinions. And I do think atheism has, as a religion, and again, I'm, I'm restating my premise and 
I, I know you disagree with me there, but as a religion, I think there's a lot of things like that within atheism where it hasn't been thought out and people hold it just because the bad Christians hold the other view. And I think if Christianity somehow flipped, atheism might flip. Like, I don't think there's a logic to it. I don't think it's being done for rational reasons. Well, hold think, on, both like Christianity said, and atheists a- are against slavery. So, so Christianity is against slavery, but you don't find, but you don't find uh, atheists flipping back to pro-slavery. So I think you're wrong there, Lewis. But yeah, um, how much longer do you have? Um, I could go another five minutes, ten okay, minutes. I, think, yeah, yeah, I would have loved to have gotten into the lame aspect. And I think we can make that another episode <laughs> all by itself. This has been this has been a great chat because yeah. So I think for me, I see atheism as simply a response to the question: Are there deities? Then you get into the more nuanced position. You have agnosticism, where you don't believe because you don't know. You then have a theological non-cognitivism, which is another, you know, another position on, on deities. Then you have secularism. Secularism is a secularism is closer towards a moral system. You then have humanism. Humanism is probably the closest that atheists have to a moral system. You then have naturalism. Naturalism is basically a way of looking at the world. But the problem then is, is that Christians are also naturalists as well. You have you have many great scientists who were the great scientists mostly because they understood the natural world for what it was and that and so yeah i think then i think what you're the way i read you is that atheists who are secularists who are naturalists are are a religion whereas when but you say, i don't need to qualify it that way all i can say is that if if you take a group of people that self-identify as atheists in the Western world, they're going to be naturalists. They're going to be like the, the, all that other stuff comes along with that religion. Like it's there, it's kind of like saying, um, you know, if, if, uh, you know, Christianity, oh, they're, they're, there's Trinitarian or whatever. Like there's, there's stuff that comes along with it and it's how it gets there is different in every religion. But there's stuff that comes along with Western atheism that includes naturalism. It's you're right. It doesn't need to with the word not God. It doesn't need to. You could be a spiritualist like your auntie, but it does. It's, it does in a in amazing conformance to the point where because like we've said, all, we could, because we've all reached we've all seen that like we reach that position because no one has proved that the supernatural exists. And that's when that's why, um, and, and in my case, um, for me, atheism was a conclusion, not a beginning. And this is kind of why I feel that we don't see it eye to eye to eye is that uh, in my chats with Christians, they assume that atheism is a starting point, And then we branch out from there into all this, uh, into all these different positions. Whereas to me, I would say that atheism is more one of the destinations in that when we when we've tried to answer the god question you know we and along the way what we've discovered is that well hold on owning people is bad telling people who you can and can't love is bad um telling women what they can and can't do with their bodies is bad um but we we don't do that because we're atheists again because we we there's no edict that says because god doesn't exist or because gods don't exist therefore yeah i i i think that atheism has this 
almost a central tenet of denying that it is a religion <laughs> and denying that it does anything because of atheism. And it's like, why do all these atheists act the same way? Well, it's not because of it's a religion. It's not because, it, you know, it's not because of atheism. It's because of logic. And, but it's weird to me that like on something like a moral question or a civil question, like gay marriage, that's, that's not logic that other people have. I mean, like you can go to a lot of different places and actually even 50 years ago, not all most atheists had uh, presumably had the same logic and most atheists didn't believe in gay marriage 50 years ago. So there there's amazing uniformity on things that somehow everybody has the same logic. And uh, I, and I do, you know, I do think that, um, story of how we come to the things we believe that we're doing it all for rational reasons that we believe this oh, not necessarily logic all I can say is got, in my in my it? instance i did because for what i believe are rational reasons in yeah a, but what i was going to say is that i th i think that that is often repeated like i said c.s lewis says something very similar to that in his book so it's i don't think that means it's not a religious thing just because it's a rationally arrived at religion doesn't necessarily mean it's not. I, I don't think rational thought leads you to crazy answers. You know, like I don't think religion and rational thought are are in contrast. Well, you, you can't you can use a good method on bad data and reach a bad conclusion. I will sure. say that, yeah. Eric Lewis. Yeah. I'm going to leave you with the uh, let you have the last word. But before I let you have the last word, uh, if you think that I won the debate, let me know. If you th well, if you whoever won this debate, <laughs> if, if you think there is a clear winner, please let us know. It's been Lewis. Thank you for giving me the last almost two hours of your time. This has been. Um, we could easily go for another two hours, and I reckon at some stage in the future we will, because we didn't get to the the lame part of the uh, of of the debate. Oh my gosh, Lewis, this is, this is one like, reason why yeah. I love debating with you, because you know you're you're a, you're a very intelligent. You've got opinions. Um, I don't think they're all right, but hey, that's uh, <laughs> we're, I, we're uh, I we're likewise. I love, love talking with you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, thanks for uh, having me on, and appreciate the conversation. And uh, I. Uh, I uh, had a lot of fun talking to you. So thanks hey, for hey, having Lewis, me on again. It was good talking to you. Lewis, tell us about the book that you've got out. Absolutely. Um, I've got a book uh, called The Emperor Has No Clothes um, by Lewis Unget. It is available for free download right now on my website, lewisunget.com. Um, also, a Christmas gift idea. It's got a link for a hard copy. You can actually buy a hard copy. That's Ooh. only, I think, 7 or $8 somewhere in there. So it's not very expensive. Um, so a good Christmas idea uh, for people. So that that is my book. And it's not about this subject. It touches on a little bit of religion, but it's also just cultural issues. And it's a book about um, kind of standing outside of society and trying to figure out what are the weird aspects to society that we all accept that aren't necessarily obvious to somebody from a different time or, or an alien or whatever. Sounds good. Lewis, thank you for chatting with me. And I'm sure we'll be catching up again very soon. Thanks a lot, Damien. We'll talk to you later. See you, buddy.